I've never had a legacy conversation with you um, outside of like hinting at it because I'm I'm the one that that what happens in this series I'm excited to then recalibrate the pyramid and where this stands the test of time with history um, but as currently Jokic hasn't won a title but where where is he all time if you have it like fresh in your head without the title without the title like two MVPs and all the impact metrics mm, top 30 okay so we're at the same spot I think I think this will recalib- recalibrate my top 20 if because I again saw one of the talking head shows I, I think it's one of the Fox ones that was like where is he now what did Chris- they say well, Chris Broussard called him called Dirk overrated, and I just I, I can't get there with that. But like, there is a conversation: him or Dirk, him or Garnett, him or Barkley, him or um, him or Malone. And I, I mean, I'd take him over Malone right now. Um, well, I have him top thirty because he's twenty seven. Like, yeah, he's so early in his career. Um, he's like basically just entering his prime, which is scary. Like, we have at yeah. least five years of Jokic prime, a minimum, like coming up, and he's already been the best player in the league from age twenty five to twenty seven. Do you think that because he's a center, that's a little different though? Like, maybe his prime started that, a little early, hmm. and maybe it ends a little earlier than a, than a possibly. A but a in this lane. day and age. In this day and age, I think he can carry a prime to 32, right? Like we're seeing some of the smaller guys carry primes into like 36. If we look at guys like Curry, we look at guys like Lillard. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys are still at their peak and they're in like their mid to later 30s. Um, obviously, LeBron's a whole... I'm not even going to include him in the conversation. LeBron's a, a, yeah, no, a, I'm not, an anomaly. Yeah. I'm not going to include him in the conversation, but I'm, I think we're seeing guys extend their primes a little later. So even if it's shorter, I think... 32 is like a safe age to say, okay, he's going to start to decline. Um, I don't think he's going to decline before his 30s. I think he's going to still be really good um, because a lot of his game is not, it's not predicated on athleticism. It's predicated on being big, strong, smart, um, you know, agile in, in some ways um, and being able to anticipate and having amazing touch. And those things are not going to deteriorate into his early 30s. I don't believe. Well, that's the, the important part for me with history. So Michael won his first title in year seven. Um, I believe he was 20, 28 might've been 28. Yeah. He was 27 or 28 years old when he won his first title, but he won it in year seven. And then that started to run a dominance. Um, LeBron won it in year nine. And then I think he was 27 because he came into the league, obviously at a high school. So yeah, 18, by the time yeah. he got to Miami, he was 25. And then, so he won it the year he was turning 27. Um, then Steph didn't win it until I believe the same age. Steph won his first in 2015. He's my age. So that would put him. Yeah. 2015 is 27. So like 27 is around the age. These all time greats usually yeah. when they're first, like the, the, the ones to the side are like Kareem and magic who won it like in one of their first two seasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Right. And then, but like, then also like magic won a lot more in the eighties because he was with Kareem throughout the eighties. And like, that was honestly a knock on Kareem throughout the seventies. It's like, yeah, we are winning the MVP every year, but you're not winning the championship because these well built out teams. There's some other stuff involved with America. That is also why um, the seventies are different. But the point being is that this is around the time when an all time great player 
begins to assert a run of dominance. So to your point, yeah, probably top 30 now. Um, he wins a title. He joins an exclusive, like two MVPs, one championship club and potentially a, a finals MVP club. And the list of guys to win two of each is even smaller. So if he does get two, three championships, I, I think we're just to call the shot early. And here's your, I actually do like Jokic, uh, my uh, uh, campaign to be united. <laughs> um, what you got? I think, I think we could be looking at a top, top 10 player about to win his first title. And it's going to be interesting to see, especially as Denver is so perfectly set up to keep this team together and this this roster intact and to see where the other where the challenger is going to come from in the west and then potentially who's going to be the challenger in the east you know if this is going to be like in a reign of Jokic and then we'll all get to look back at the 2023 MVP and be like remember that time the Jokic was stopped for winning six straight MVPs because Perk said everybody was racist um yeah, I, I and look, I'm guilty of this too. I thought it was as close to a tie as it possibly could be, and went with the narrative of like, I, Embiid really wanted this, so I'll give it to him, acknowledging the fact that like it's not it's not clear cut. He's the 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 far and ahead MVP. I just thought, it, and I like, will say, I will give you you, know? you did acknowledge that you you also had Jokic as your MVP for a very long time yeah. until closer to the end of the year when Embiid started to assert himself more Jokic kind of slowed down the Nuggets I think lost like four games in a row and and Jokic wasn't playing at the height of his abilities and so yeah. to me I was 13 over the final 26 games that was right. the thing I went to like they put it on autopilot at a certain point they did put it on autopilot I was looking at it in the aggregate I thought Embiid closed it at the end so I, I totally see that position um, but I, I think he was too far behind to close it at the end. That was my opinion. But I totally I, think that Embiid was coming back for the, the potential MVP. And I understood I understood that take. Like I, my buddies over at the Hardwood Knox podcast, also a Blue Wire pod, uh, Dan Favalli and Grant Hughes, they both had Jokic as their MVPs and made that point. Like, yes, Embiid has been on a heater for like five months. There's no there's no number I can point to outside of points per game that you know says he ascended past Jokic. I, I I can't go there. And they obviously love the impact metrics that you do as well, which far exceed like I actually want to do this one day with you, maybe like give you a homework assignment. Like with the impact metrics that are available through the last decade, who's your MVP? Cause like Chris Paul should probably have two MVPs at this point based on the impact. I would metrics. love to do this. This is I, like the, like the nerdiest best thing that you could ever assign me. GMAC. Well, so like, <laughs> I know, I know you're a baseball guy too. Yeah. And I still, for me, translate the MVP to like the narrative of a season while recognizing it has like data has to matter too. But like, so 1961, Mickey Mantle, Mickey Mantle's it, like metrics, like advanced metrics. When you go back and look through his baseball reference page, it's actually like he's underrated at this point. I think yeah, he's it's like nuts. One, it's he's nuts. one of the six greatest baseball players ever. Yeah. And that yeah. might be low. Yeah. Um, but like 1961, he has a 10.5 war and leads the league in like all the slash splits, like hit 317 at an OPS over a thousand. Mm-hmm. And he finished second in MVP. Why? Because Roger Maris broke Roger Maris broke Babe Ruth's home Makes run record. No sense. Roger but Maris like, was nowhere near the level of Mickey at Mantle. At all. You're right. Like, the better player that year, the better hitter that year yeah. was Mickey Mantle. 
Yeah. But you know what the number one story of 1961 was, XJ? That Roger Maris broke Babe Ruth's home run record. Yeah, the, that, so, I can't get behind that. <laughs> that. And that's what I can get behind, which is where it's fascinating to the discourse. Sure. Right? So Mike Trout's rookie year, where he has that 11 war season, and it's like so clear he's the best player in baseball. Like Gal Cabrera wins the first triple crown. Triple crown. You and know I'm how like, livid I was about that? Crown. Oh, I was so happy. I was like, so <laughs> of course. Yes, the triple crown still matters, damn it. Okay, who cares? Arbitrary. His range is a like, foot to the left or right. Gosh. I don't care. And, and so, listen, I've changed. I've evolved. I still think he was the, MV- the most valuable player of the season that year. No, that's um, fair. Mike Trout has since um, ascended to arguably the greatest baseball player ever. 